Hi everyone, Grant K here for the Flame Premium Learning Channel. In the previous videos, you saw different ways of using the planar tracking for compositing and cleanup tasks. I hope that as you go through these videos, things have become a lot clearer and easier to do. In this video, we'll discuss how the location of the axis affects object positioning when using perspective planar tracking. This will make a big difference to whether textures automatically line up or you have to manually intervene. You'll come across this when either compositing or cleaning up a shot. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. If you're watching the podcast version of this video, then type the link displayed in your internet browser. So starting in batch, you have a tilting shot of a building. At your client's request, you need to remove those objects on the wall. There are a few approaches you can take which I've shown in previous videos. However, this time round, I want to use a more traditional method of creating a clean frame and tracking it to the moving shot. So the clean frame that has been provided was sourced from the first frame of the clip. I know that sounds blatantly obvious, but knowing what frame in the clip was cleaned up will affect your initial tracking settings to get it right. Now both clips have been connected into an action node with the tilting shot as the background and the clean still as media input 1. Let's go into action and set up a dual screen split with ALT 2. Place the result view on the right and the schematic on the left. For the moment, drag a selection around the axis and surface object and hide them with H. Scrubbing the time bar, you should now see the background tilting shot. Now to clean up this shot, we are going to do perspective planar tracking using an axis and a G-mask. This is something you should have seen in one of the earlier videos. Go to the frame that matches the clean still frame. In this case, it is frame 1. It is imperative that whatever frame you fix is the frame you must start tracking from. This will ensure any tracked textures will easily line up with the main composite frame. I'll come back to this when we link the clean texture to the track. Ensure the background is selected in the media list. Now let's go to the action node bin and pause for a moment. You may already know this, but when it comes to adding nodes in action, there are three methods. You can drag a node directly into the composite. You can drag a node into the action schematic. Or finally, you can just double click the node. The super important point with any of these methods and adding action G-masks is where the axis will be placed in the composite when you use either of these methods. We'll focus on the methods of dragging into the schematic and double-clicking the node. Control-click in the action schematic to deselect any nodes. Double-click on the GMOS node in the action node bin. The nodes are added into the schematic. At this point, I want you to look at the result view and take note that the GMOSK axis has not yet been created. Now go ahead and draw a mask around the region we will track. When you close the mask, the axis appears in the centre of the GMOSK. So the axis always centres in the middle of the GMOSK with the double-click method. Bear that in mind and let's quickly do the track. Double-click on the axis node and switch to the tracking menu. Hover over the result view and press F8 to switch to the axis object view. Change to planar tracking and enable perspective. 
This will analyse perspective as part of the planar track. Enable Auto-Update Reference and snap the reference. Press Analyse. Scrubbing the time bar, the G-Mask locks to the shot. Press F4 to return to the result view. Initially, everything looks fine. I'll unhide the original axis and the surface. The clean frame and the first frame of the clip perfectly line up. But as soon as you draw a connection from the G-Mask axis to the Image Objects axis, this automatically moves the surface to the centre of the G-Mask. So the first frame and cleanup frame do not line up at all. Double-click on the G-Mask and invert it. In this state, you will need to mess around with an axis to manually offset the clean texture to line up with the composite frame. It makes no difference if you used 3D shapes and diffuse maps instead of an image object. Adding a G-Mask and Axis node with the double-click method will always offset the tracking axis to the centre of the G-Mask. This is absolutely fine if you're tracking a moving object in the shot. However, this shot has a camera move to consider and we need to align to the centre of the frame and not to the centre of the G-Mask. So with all that said, let's do the alternative method to centre the axis in the middle of the composite frame. Delete everything in the Action Schematic. Switch back to the Action Bin menu and select the background in the Media list. Locate the GMOS node in the Node Bin. Click and drag the GMOS node into the Action Schematic. Notice straight away that the axis is instantly created itself in the middle of the composite. Go ahead and create a G-Mask over the same region you tracked earlier. When you close the G-Mask, the axis still remains in the centre of the frame. Now let's go ahead and track this. Double-click on the Axis node and switch to the Tracking menus. Hover over the Result view and press F8 to switch to the Axis Object view. Switch to the Planar Tracker and enable Perspective. Enable Auto Reference Update. Snap the reference and analyse the track. Now scrubbing the time bar, the track should be locked. Press F4 to return to the result view. Switch to the Action Bin menu and select the clean frame in the media list. Double-click the thumbnail or drag it into the Action Schematic. As before, it is added to the centre of the composite. Just select the G-Mask and temporarily hide it. Connect the Tracked Axis to the Surface Objects Axis. The newly added surface remains in the centre of the frame. When you scrub the time bar, the texture is already in line with the background and no offsetting is required. Now you can complete the shot using Image Objects with G-Masks and this is perfectly fine. But if you want to use 3D Shapes, here is the quick way to do it. Delete the Image Object and its Axis and unhide the G-Mask object. Control-click in the schematic to deselect any nodes and ensure you are in the Action Bin menu. Select the clean frame in the media list. Next, drag out the 3D shape into the schematic. All we really need is the 3D shape node as we already have an Axis and a G-Mask node from the initial track. Hold Meta and Alt and drag out the 3D shape node. Delete the other nodes. 
hold shift and drop the 3D shape node between the axis and GMask nodes. The 3D shape fills the GMask in the result view. Select the 3D shape and switch to the object menu. Enable Media Projection. On the first frame everything lines up, but as soon as you scrub the time bar, the projection does not move with the track. Since this is not a 3D track, the camera does not move and neither does the camera projection. So double click on the projection node. In the projection mapping controls, change the mode from projection to wrap. The texture wraps around the 3D object instead of being projected. When you scrub the time bar again, the texture will be locked to the 3D shape and it should line up with each frame in the shot. So to sum up, generally speaking, if you are doing a perspective planar track on a moving object in the frame, then use the double click method to add your GMask and axis. But if you are doing a perspective planar track on a camera move with static contents, then use the drag to schematic method. And finally, to avoid any other offsetting issues, make sure you track from the reference frame you fixed to ensure the frames line up. This frame can be at the beginning, middle or end of your shot. Try out the different methods to get the hang of it. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Premium Learning Channel for future videos.